0: guys welcome to the type one lifting podcast i have the youngest guest on the podcast and probably for quite some time uh her name is emma Stringfellow. uh she is a crossfitter and fellow type one diabetic how's it going good thank
1: you for having
0: me yeah no problem uh, l- listen so i actually found you through a friend of mine uh she actually dm me and said hey you better check this girl out and so I saw your Instagram page, and I immediately followed. And I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta check her out. So, and you are quite the boss for doing CrossFit workouts too, from what I've seen. So,
1: thank you. Yeah, yeah I enjoy it a lot. Yeah,
0: nice. So, um, when when did you get diagnosed as a as a type one diabetic?
1: Um, I was diagnosed in two thousand sixteen, so four years ago. Um, and I was thirteen years old. So. Um, my sister actually has had it since she was three She's okay 14. okay and so I kind of grew up with someone in the family who had it um so that definitely made my diagnosis a lot easier
2: mm-hmm.
1: um basically what happened is I was just feeling like thirsty all the time and um just didn't feel well dizzy and I was at gymnastics I was a competitive gymnast at the time and so I was at gymnastics practice and fell off the gymnastics like the beam. Yep. Like, I don't feel good. Something's not right. Yeah. So I took, I pricked my finger on my sister's monitor and it was 516. Wow. Yeah. We were like, that's not normal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, did, so do, does, those, do those, does that number like, is that like number like stuck in your head like the whole time? Yeah. That yeah. that was with me. I like yeah I have like a like a photo kind of in my mind of like uh five sixteen yeah 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 for me, so I got diagnosed like later on in life and i the two numbers that I remember are three ninety and two seventy one that three ninety was when I first got diagnosed then I did like a twelve hour fasting and then um and it was pretty much like two seventy one so that's when i knew, those are the numbers like are in great in my head, just like the one like the five hundred number that you have so
1: Yes, yes, I understand that. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever forget it. Yeah.
0: So, how do you, how did your parents is your are your parents diabetic at all or is just just you and your sister? Just my
1: sister and I. Okay.
0: So, how did, how how is your how is your parents like dealing with two siblings being diagnosed as a diabetic throughout, you know, the whole time?
1: They they are very supportive and great with it. Um my mom especially is just amazingly supportive and has always been there through like the good times and the bad times um and i think they handle it well um there hasn't been anything where they've been like oh you can't do that because you have type 1 diabetes mm-hmm. like they've always been like if you want to do something um like go try
0: it yeah, and
1: yeah. see what you're capable of
0: awesome awesome so when uh when you got that di- when you like fell in gymnastics so you still were you still doing gymnastics after you got diagnosed or were you playing any other sports or like what, what was it like
1: um, when I was diagnosed, I was a competitive gymnast, and then I also did rec soccer, uh-huh. um, just kind of as my side sport on and off, um, but gymnastics was my main sport at the time.
0: Okay. And then did you have any, like, lows or highs during the, during, like, practices, and like, how did you guys, how did you, how did you and your mom, like, manage, you know, dealing with the diabetes, like, during practice?
1: Um, during practices, with the gymnastics, I didn't really have any issues with it, actually. Um. So I was using a um like pricking my finger. Yep. Um, to check it. And so I do that every every other hour during practice. I mm. had two hour practices, so the two hours weren't an issue. And then we had one four hour practice which I would check in the middle to okay. make sure I was okay. Yeah. Um but otherwise I didn't have any issues with it during gymnastics. Okay. And then soccer I just always had to kinda Keep sugar with me, Um, and if I felt you know dizzy or um, like need a lot need a lot of water, Mm -hmm. I would make sure that I was in a good range. Okay,
0: awesome. And then since since you're in high school, and like you know how were the how were the kids like in high school with your diabetes?
1: I'm actually homeschooled.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So that's a lot easier.
1: It's a lot easier. Yes, all my food is at home so that makes it a lot easier to have access to whatever I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and the judgment from the kids is definitely, like, different because I'm not at school with them, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But in general, um, with, like, kids on soccer teams and gymnastics teams, they've all been – most of them have been very supportive of it.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I've never, like, tried to hide my diabetes. hmm really um i'd say there was a a stage maybe for a month after diagnosis where i was kind of like i don't know this is a little weird yeah because <laughs> my sister had it so i was used to it but my friends weren't used to me having it mm-hmm. um but i wouldn't say i really tried to hide it because i was like well this is part of who i am now so yeah
0: yeah so, so do you deal with it yeah so do your friends like want to like prick your finger or like you know give you injections or anything like that yeah
1: I've never had a friend who wanted to give me an injection although I have offered um but they have wanted to prick my finger and I let them
0: yeah they felt really cool yeah yeah. I so I've, I've only had I think two people inject insulin in, me. Insulin, insulin in me was my doctor and my wife because I was driving at the time and obviously driving in, you know, taking insulin is not really the best idea. So she actually injected it in my shoulder while I was like driving. So those were the, like, the only two times that I've actually let somebody, you know, in, inject like insulin in me, but very, very cool. So um, obviously like you started in the, you, when did you start in CrossFit? So like now, like I've seen a lot of your postings are like CrossFit related. So when did you get involved with that?
1: Um, I started CrossFit in early December of 2018. So, about a year and a half ago.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and I had never I had never heard of CrossFit before I started it. So, um, we moved to Pensacola, and I had been in American Ninja Warrior training. Okay. Before we moved. Yeah. And there was no gym to do that here. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, like I needed that being homeschooled, I needed that socialization, and, um, just activity i've yeah. always loved being athletic yeah um and so my mom actually worked out at an anytime fitness and she's like there's a crossfit gym right behind where i work out if you want to try it and at first i gotta say i resisted a little bit because i was like it's all adults i don't know mm-hmm. and then i was like i'm just gonna try it and day one i just i knew like this was what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah. So do you what was do you remember the workout the first day that you were there at all or
1: I remember working on front squats and then I remember wall balls. Okay. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of wall balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I just remember it was really hard. Yeah. But I was like this is really cool because like I want to get better.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So how, how tall are you roughly?
1: I'm five
0: four. Yeah, that's probably why the wall balls aren't your great aren't aren't the aren't your favorite. I, I'm six six, no. so okay. I love doing wall balls and like <laughs> rowing and all that stuff. And actually, thrusters is like another work, another one I like doing. Even though it's like a long distance for going up and down, but I I if anything over my head, I can keep it up there. So you know, which is nice. which is awesome. So um, when when did you when did you realize like you started getting like. When did you like yeah when did you start when you notice when you're doing crossFit like hey this can definitely lead to something for you
1: so basically I have been doing crossFit for about two months and um, the 2019 crossFit open came around and my coach was like oh you should try this you should do it. see where you, see where you place and so I went scaled that year and um, after two months I got 14th in the world of scaled girls and I was like, there's definitely something here. Yeah. Because um, I had never done it before, and I was like – I was very happy with that performance. and was like, I enjoy this, so I want to I wanna pursue it and see where it goes.
0: Yeah, that, that was very smarty. That was very of you doing scales right off the bat. Because some- Funny
1: story. <laughs> I didn't want to go scaled. And my coach was like, no, you're going to go scaled, and we're going to see. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yes. And I'm glad that he <laughs> – Chose
0: scale yeah yeah because i' I've, I've actually seen like friends of mine do it do the open and like not doing scale the first year and I didn't do scale the first year and like it just absolutely destroyed me and, and so I and admit. yeah and it's it, yeah and so like I was I had no clue what was was going on and then you know my friends had no clue and so then we realized you know once how bad we were you know obviously we needed to get better and so that was a good way of like you know testing it out but I personally for me I should have gone scaled I thought. So, but yeah. I was like typical, typical 20 year old, like in my t- late 20s, being like, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a cool dude. Like, I'll hang out with the rest of the guys. And just, that was
1: That's how I felt.
0: Yeah, it was a big, I big mistake. Like,
1: I can, I can just see where I place, but I wouldn't even have been able to do some
0: of the movements. Yeah. So, yeah. That was 18 was a tough year. So, definitely. Yeah. So, um, how do you manage your blood sugar throughout the, like doing, like, doing CrossFit? So, and typically, like, how long are your, like, training, uh, training cycles
1: um so I typically train for an hour and a half at night and then um, on Saturday I'll train for two hours okay um and then I also sometimes I'll swim um and that's I'd say in the pool about 30 minutes
0: okay and then how are your sugars throughout like the whole do you have any issues with like going high after like a like a mechon or anything like that
1: Yes, I've actually had a. I've struggled a lot with managing the blood sugar with CrossFit, mm-hmm. just because different workouts affect it differently. Um, so when we're weightlifting, I usually will go up a lot, and then um, anything cardio and conditioning, I like just start dropping. Really? That's, oh yeah. That's really interesting because it's a
0: it's a complete opposite for me. Like I'll. Like weightlifting wise, like I'll stay like a little bit low, but like at like a normal range. But like when the Metcons or like, you know, higher interval stuff comes, like my sugar is just through the roof, like 300. So, okay. yeah. And That's so, yeah. So, um, so how do you know, do you like, what are the symptoms for you when you actually get like low or high? Do you, do you get, feel anything at all? Or, um, when I'm high, I
1: wouldn't say I just, my head starts hurting a little bit, but otherwise I'd say I'm fine. Um, low on the other hand, I'll get real shaky. My hands will start shaking, um, and I'll get dizzy and lightheaded. Okay. And so that's kind of when I'm like, "Hey, coach, yeah, <laughs> I don't feel so great." Mm-hmm. And he, he's always there. He has I have um, a Dexcom right now. Okay,
0: very cool. To
1: monitor at all times, mm-hmm. and so that's been that's been a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, so he can look at that while I'm working out and see my trends and everything
0: okay very cool so uh, what what kind of programming do you follow it is, is like a certain like comp train or like is it the gym's programming or
1: um yeah so my the gym has um, Randy Malakowski has a competitor's training that's my coach okay. and so that's it's all his programming okay so, yep so he does that and then I just follow that.
0: Yeah. So, what is this tip? What is the typical programming for you for with with his programming?
1: Typically, um, I would say we start off with a strength piece, like some accessory work, mm-hmm. and then we'll run through one to two Metcons cons, um, and then for part of our warm up, actually, we have what we call two buys. So we'll go through um, max rep gym sets of gymnastics movements.
0: Ooh, yeah. Uh,
1: It's, it gets intense Yeah. just to keep volume up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's definitely been great too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I
1: think that's a a usual day. Yeah.
0: And so are you, are you still like, since with like the coronavirus, are you still able to train anywhere or like in your garage or where are you, where are you working Are you just kind of taking a little break right now?
1: So right now the gym is closed, but, um, I've been able to do a little bit of like some private training. With my coach, just to kind of keep keep fitness up a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, that's that's about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I hear you. I think there's a lot of people that are struggling with like working out, and like unlike like me, I kind of saved up like a barbell weights, you know, everything just to, down in my basement. So if like you see my Instagram yeah. page, like I have like a lot of the things I have in the basement, like and I buy like old stuff just to kind of like have something. So so if yeah. I just have time on the weekends, because I. Uh, usually when I work out, I work out at a Global Gym that has like a weightlifting area. And so I'll just like train there and then on the weekends I'll just go to my basement and work out down there. So yeah, so okay. I've, I've been pretty I've been pretty lucky. My my gym setup's pretty nice. So um uh, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. So um so last so the last open something happened, right? You were able to make it in You guys yes. you, you got something
1: Age group online qualifier.
0: All right, awesome. So what did you place in that?
1: In the A online qualifier or the Open?
0: No, the op- the Open.
1: The Open, I placed 131st in the world. Okay, very cool. Um, super excited about that. And so the top, for the teens and masters, the top 200 go to, they advance to like the a troop online qualifier, um, the online competition to qualify for games. And so I was that, my goal, honestly, was to make it into the A-Troop Online Qualifier.
0: Awesome. And so I hit that. Yeah, I was very excited. And then um, in the A-Troop Online Qualifier, I got 81st in the world, and so I was super, super happy with that, very proud of my performance. Yeah. Well, I would be, too. That's that's amazing. So were you able to even make it to the games, or like, what what was that, how was that work for the... For the... So au-
1: the games, only the top 10. Okay. Um, qualify for the CrossFit Games. Okay. So I didn't make it, but um I'm still very happy with how
0: I did. Yeah, that that's a great number. Great number. So what are your thoughts of you know, Dave Castor like canceling the age qualifiers and like the teams for the games this year?
1: Yeah, so I think in my opinion the teams and masters deserve to go to the games. Mm -hmm. Um I mean they work just as hard as the Pro athletes, yeah. you know, and um, put in the same amount of time and effort, and um, so I think that they deserve to go be there and compete.
0: Very cool, yeah. Yeah. So, with uh, what are your so like since you've been like working out at home, have you been like working on like weaknesses at all that you've been having like troubles with, or like at the house, or what? What are your weaknesses, and what have you been kind of like doing to? you know, get them better.
1: So, a big weakness of mine is um cardio conditioning stuff, running specifically. So, fortunately, I can work on that at home. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I've been working on running. Um and then um with private training, I've been able to get like some weightlifting and stuff in, which has been good. Um so just form and technique with that is always something that needs to be improved yeah so yeah and then swimming right now was I was doing swimming to help with breathing control um which was a big issue for me and the pool's closed right now so Mm -hmm. really running
0: is what I've been working on okay cool so when you were when you go swimming like what do you do like every three strokes four strokes or two like how do you work on the breathing that way So, I
1: usually swim about four laps, and yeah, every two strokes, I take a breath, Um, and it just helps me. I have an issue with, like, breathing out. I tend to hold my breath Mm -hmm. when I'm working out, Um, and so it just helps me focus on, like, really um, breathing out, especially deeply, so that I'm actually getting, like, oxygen and stuff. Yeah. 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 Huh? So and it's helped a lot
0: actually. So, yeah, so like, swimming's I'm huge. Really yeah, swimming's really huge. I love if I had the time to swim all the time. Like I, I used to do it like back when I was like single and you know don't have any kids or anything like that. I used to swim like all the time, and it was used to be like a huge help. But like now, it's like it's t- it's it's hard like have, getting time. You know to swim and like work out at the same time so I mean because I usually my mainly my workouts are been like early mornings just before I have to go to work so it's like okay. I had to start at like 530 at the gym and work out but you know but you know it's it's something to work on but I have stuff down here so it's a huge help so um yeah so kind of want to get back to the diabetes part so do have you have like any burnouts that have ha- come up like within like the couple of years have you been a diabetic um
1: I have not actually I've always kind of um just kind of my sister had it so it's just kind of been a part of life.
0: Yeah. So you yeah,
1: kind of... I wouldn't say um there was ever a time where I was like I don't want to manage this. Um just cuz it's like a huge part of your health as well mm-hmm. and so it's very important.
0: So I've always prioritized that. Oh nice. And like you've kind of you've kind of had experience with your sister. Has she ever had like a burnout or anything like that or?
1: Um, yeah, she had one, but um my mom and um the doctors like told her, you know, like this
0: is important, you need to keep this up, and she got right back on it. Okay, so. nice. Nice. So yeah. so um what how, so what year so what grade are you in right now as a high schooler?
1: Right now I'm a junior.
0: Okay, so you so you got like another year and then maybe like when you turn eighteen you might be able to, you know, get into the more, you know, pro age like the group, age group to get maybe go into the games as a professional. So do you yeah. so do you have any goals of like in the upcoming years that that are coming up that you wanna hit before you get to like a certain age at all or so I'm actually seventeen now. So this
1: next year I'll be in the adult age group. Okay. Um, and I would really like to hit a san- um a sanctionals event. I think that'd be great. That's a that's goal. Cool. Yeah. Um and then the CrossFit Games would be <laughs> Yeah. That's like the big goal. Yeah.
0: So you could be like a Haley Adams like going in at eighteen and like that'd killing be it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um where would you go for like a sanctional? Do you would you wanna like go like overseas or stay like local around like the area or like have you any thoughts for next year at all?
1: If money wasn't a factor, overseas would be great. Yeah, because <laughs> I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably Wataplusa.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, the one that's the closest one. Okay. And I've heard great things about it. So. Yeah,
0: that that's one place I definitely do want to like check out and see because it's absolutely crazy. So, and a little 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 known fact, Matt O'Keefe. I actually um I was a, like my manager I used to be a bartender back in my early twenties and I knew Matt from back when he was like a car salesman, like work like not even doing anything with CrossFit yet. So and it's and it's pretty funny seeing him from what he's doing what he was doing from then to like now. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's I I don't think he probably does remember me, but like I'll have to like see him face to face to even like say like, Hey Matt, what's going on? You know, remember me. But yeah, it's been a long time ago. So. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, um. So with the with the diabetes part, so do you have like a specific diet that you like to stick to, or is it like kind of like, you know, typical teenager? You get to eat like kind of like you kind of splurge a little bit, or like what's your typical diet like?
1: So I eat um all clean foods. Um. So I'd say um a day a day of eating would look like lots of meat and then avocados um and then complex carbs like sweet potatoes and green beans mm-hmm. lots of stuff like that um and sometimes <laughs> if I need like some sweets I'll have like dark chocolate yep but I'm very i'm very strict with my eating okay. um and don't like to I usually have about the same thing every day.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm I'm the, I'm the same way too. So do you have like anything that you like to splurge on at all or? The
1: dark chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you like
0: eating ice cream or anything like that or something else that like?
1: I do like ice cream. Okay. Um, but I usually, I try to refrain mm-hmm. because I'm like, if I start eating the ice cream, I know I want more and it'll be there. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I I'm the same way. Like I'll I'll bring a carton in, and it'll be like gone in like f- four days, if that. So it's like I just I can't I can't do it. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I I'm trying to like lay off the sweets. So it's just it's hard because obviously when you get low, you have to eat something, and it's usually like something like that, or usually a sandwich or something like that. So it's kind of difficult. So yes, when I'm
1: low, I'll usually use Twix candy bars, the little mini ones. Okay. Um and. Those, I'll be like, mm, these are great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more.
0: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Yeah. So, um, typically, when you go low, like, how many of those would you need that you usually eat to try to get it your normal level up? Um,
1: it depends on how low I go. Okay. Um, but I'd say if I'm around seventy, I'll take one, and then, um, I mean, if I continue dropping, I'll take more.
0: But yeah.
1: if usually one.
0: One is good for right. seventy. Okay, very cool. And uh, so you you, said, you did say you were on the Dexacom earlier. So what what medications are you on?
1: Um. So right now I'm using Novolog and Lantus.
0: Okay. So have you been have you switched off of those at all, or have you tried something else?
1: I started with Humalog. Okay. Um. And then insurance with insurance, it was cheaper to have Novolog, so we've just been using that
0: since then. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. I've been
1: using that
0: for like a year, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. like the same thing. I, I use Lovemir Mirror for my long-lasting stuff, and it's been working pretty good, so I can't complain. So, And do you do injections, or do you have like a pump or anything?
1: I do injections.
0: Okay. Have you been doing injections like the whole time?
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And
0: has your sister been doing the same thing too, or is she, or is she on the pump, or...?
1: She also does
0: injections. Okay, for like the whole time since she was three.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah,
1: she's interested in a pump though, so okay. she's looking into that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a, a couple friends of mine that are on the pump, and they've, you know, they they love it. But I've been doing injections like yourself the whole time, so you know, I'm, I haven't really. If it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, what are your what are your favorite lifts? What what are your favorite like movements that you like to do?
1: My favorite movements. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I really like muscle ups a lot. Okay. And um, handstand push ups. Uh, power cleans.
0: Okay, very those cool. Are, yeah. Those are
1: pretty. Awesome. Yeah. S-
0: so, since you're really good at the handstand push ups, what would you tell somebody that's having a hard time doing handstand push ups to how to get better at that movement?
1: Um, I would say, um. I would say it It depends on, like, the individual person, like, what they're doing with their form and technique, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, really just, um, I mean, drive with your heels, and, you know, push, push hard,
0: yeah. Okay, very cool, and then I, I did see, I did see on your post on Instagram, you you did a Spartan race a while back, and you had the you know, the type one diabetes on, on your forearms. So, and you talked about like, you know, you being nervous in the beginning about being a diabetic, but you're kind of not anymore. Can you kind of like to explain a little bit more of that?
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, like the very beginning, I wasn't, I wasn't used to like taking, taking my meter out and pricking my finger in public.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I was always like, Oh man, I need to go to the bathroom. I want people to see, um, and so with that, I just kind of realized like it doesn't really matter what other people think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's part of who I am, and I should just be happy with that mm-hmm. and confident in myself. Um, and so I stopped bringing it to the bathroom, and I realized like oh nobody, nobody really cares. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, and so after that i really just kind of embraced it i guess you could say and
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're just like oh this is just part of life now it it, it is what it is yeah. and um didn't yeah i actually i enjoy it when people come up to me and are like hey what's that on your arm
0: yeah yeah so why you,
1: do you have that there <laughs> so is that is
0: that one of your favorite places when you put the dexicon like right on the arm or is there like any other areas you like putting in
1: um, I really just put it on the arm, Okay. and I switch arms every time, mm-hmm. um, just because with the CrossFit and weightlifting, I don't want the bar to like hit it and have it fall off or something. Yeah,
0: that, actually, one of uh, one of my previous interviews, Kelly Wilde She's she used to be, she was a CrossFit Games athlete, af- three times CrossFit Games athlete and then uh, she's now an Olympic weightlifter. She said she puts it like on the top of her, her but her butt a little bit, kind of like below the hips, so like the belt won't actually like rip it off or anything like that. So because that was one of my concerns, because I don't have a Dexacom, and I'm looking to get one, and and like even with a pump too, just like having the weight belt there, you know, can rub it off or like snap off or even like. Like I don't know how it works with you, but like I don't, I sweat like sweat really bad, and, and you know it might fall off. But have you had that situation too?
1: Yes. Um. In the beginning, I didn't use um one of the like patches that you put over, mm-hmm. and it fell off actually. And I was like, oh man, I I need to fix this. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, especially being in Florida, it's really hot here, so lots of sweat. And so I ordered some patches. Um, and it, I haven't had an issue with it falling off. There was one time when I was doing ring muscle-ups and um, the strap caught in between yep. the Dexcom and, yep. like, my my arm. Um, and it fell off, actually. And the the wire is, like, still in there. I called Dexcom. <laughs> and they were like, just leave it in there it's, unless it's showing signs of infection." So it's still in there. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, a clean cut.
0: Wow, that's interesting. And actually, though it
1: that
0: yeah, the copper the copper wire I stayed in yeah, I I had the I had the uh, the Libre for a little while and I actually had it in the back of my arm right right here, and um and I I nicked it on a chair and like I've never used one ever since so I'm like I I just I I don't know I just I don't think I could use it but I mean I I definitely would like to try something else and like maybe the Nexicon but it's just insurance yeah. st- insurance stuff it just gets way too expensive. Yeah so all right awesome very cool so um so do you still do um you know the spartan races or anything like that or what do you do else that other than crossfit that kind of you know you enjoy um
1: so i love to do spartan races but there aren't many local ones um so like whenever there is one nearby i'm happy to do it Mm -hmm. um but Otherwise, I, I enjoy going to the beach. Um, really, outdoor things are fun. Um, rec soccer, I do on and off. Um, just kind of depends on my schedule and how things are with that.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: And so, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, a lot of time in the gym. Yeah.
0: So with with homeschooling now, I mean, obviously, you you haven't had an issue since like you know being homeschooled. You know before the coronavirus so how does it tip, what is a typically day for you for like homeschooling
1: typical day for me is um let's see I get up and I nanny um, okay for someone actually from the gym so I'll usually go over there and um, do that and I'll do school while he naps which is great mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I get home and do some more school um what I like about homeschooling a lot is that I can make my own schedule I don't have to like do this amount of work in this time frame per se so um that's been great um that it's so flexible so I'll do some school after that and then um usually get ready and head to the gym and work out and then when I get home I'll do more school if I need to and that's that's a typical day (laughs) all
0: right very cool so what's your favorite subject
1: my favorite subject is science.
0: Okay, very cool. So, what are you learning in science right now?
1: Right now, I'm actually taking biology. Oh, very cool. Uh, yeah, I took life science a long time ago and realized it didn't count as biology. Mm-hmm. So this
0: year, gotta cover that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, are you are you looking to go to college after this, or do you have like any other plans other than college, or what's what's your you know game plan?
1: I do want to go to college. I'm considering maybe doing part-time though. I don't have all of that planned out, um but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. So part-time is um looking good just cuz with training hours, I'd still like to spend a lot of time in the gym.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and then for a career, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do yet. Um Marine biology
0: would be pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's very cool. You you have you have a lot of time ahead of you, so don't even don't <laughs> even worry about that. Just go to school, get the general studies done, and then just figure out what you want to do from there. So, because it's funny, you'll you'll be you'll be interested in that like the majority of the people that get a degree don't do the job that they went in for school with. So, I mean, it's you'll you'll see it a lot, but very cool. So, um, we got a couple little questions left. So. Who is who is your number one cross who is the who is the person that you actually want to meet like your favorite crossfitter that you want to you know see and possibly interview?
1: Um my favorite crossfitter would have to be Katrin Davis Okay. She's she's pretty awesome. I like um I really like her attitude, her mental mm-hmm. game and um I like her personality a lot. She's just very like she has the gym but she also has like stuff outside of the gym. Um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and just, yeah, her mental attitude is great.
0: Yeah. She's, um, she's read a lot of John Wooden books and she's like her, yeah, mental game is like on point, which is insane. So like you said before, yes. and what, what favorite male would you like to meet?
1: Hmm. Probably Rich Froning.
0: Yeah. What, why was that?
1: Just, I don't know. He's, he's just a great guy. Um, I think, and he's pretty funny. Yeah. So I think, and I think it'd be pretty cool to work
0: out with him. Yeah. Especially in his barn next to his house.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be, yeah. That, that'd that be a bucket list. Definitely. So, definitely. all right. And then, um, the two last questions. So, um, where can we find you on like social media or if anybody wants to like contact you about like a question about CrossFit or like, you know, homeschooling or diabetes? Where can they actually, meet, uh, you know, reach you?
1: Um, so Instagram, I am um, Emma.StringFellow underscore CF. Um, and you can reach me there and I actually have my email up there too. Um, so DMs are fine email is fine um either of those and i don't have a facebook or
0: snapchat so. okay good that's, that's very good very good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you don't, you don't need those <laughs> but
1: yeah.
0: are you on tiktok at all
1: um i have a tiktok but i
0: don't post anything yeah I, I'm, the, I'm the same way too i don't i don't post anything on there so yeah, it's yeah. just for
1: viewing <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> awesome so um the last question is um what would you tell a person that recently got diagnosed with diabetes
1: I would say that like I know it's scary but I would say don't let the diabetes define what you can and can't do because like your your body is still capable of so much um diabetes is just one part so yes take the extra steps to really manage it and Keep it under control and be healthy. But also, I'd say get out there and see if you have a dream or a goal. Um, just see what you can do. Don't let it stop you from doing things that you enjoy.
0: All right. Awesome. I love it. That was a great answer. So, <laughs> well, Emma, thank you very much for being on the podcast. It truly means a lot. And, I, I'm sorry about the other week that I was had to cancel, but you know, I'm I'm really glad I had a chance to talk to you today. So thank you very much and I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much for having me. All i right. enjoyed it. Thanks. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>